0: Welcome to the Information Entry Podcast. I'm Mitchell, your host, joined by the hilarious Tom Jenks. Hello. This week, we're exploring the fascinating world of intelligence, combining science and comedy for a fun-filled ride. From genius breakthroughs to quirky anecdotes, we'll tickle your neurons and leave you laughing. Join us as we navigate the chaos of knowledge and humour together. Welcome to the Information Entry Podcast with me, Tom. Let's dive straight in you can follow us at twitter at information entry pod instagram information entry pod spotify itunes wherever you like wherever you get your podcasting needs we are there any rss feeds we're also there if you can it'd be great if you give us a rating good bad ugly as long as you give us some critical analysis and thought into it appreciate it if you want some tips go back to our last episode and look at scientific integrity and uh <laughs> use that as your guidance <laughs> What are your feedback? So just give us some uh, peer review, you know. Give us some peer review. Yeah, this week we're talking about intelligence. What's again, Tom? Yeah, it's not too bad.
1: Um, I don't know if I have the intelligence to speak on intelligence, but we're here.
0: Yeah, it's always ironic, isn't it? It's us two talking about intelligence. Yeah. Um, let's see how many people we can
1: anger this time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember, who did we anger last time? There was not many. Many people over the years that weren't happy with us. Oh, I'm sure. It's fine. It's going to happen, though. It's fine. You no, know, you're just not yeah. going to get over there, everyone.
1: Sometimes you're going to piss people off.
0: Yeah, like, you know, it's not for everybody and that's fine.
1: Yeah, like, just like yeah. intelligence isn't for everyone.
0: Yeah, and that's fine. It just sucks that's to fine. suck, you know. I <laughs> <laughs> get good. So good.
1: Oh mean. dear, right. Uh, do you want to quickly take us to uh, some news and off this uh, horrible train? If <laughs> <You laughs> <Get laughs> I genuinely train. insult someone.
2: Yeah, we have the
0: train. So my science news this week, uh, Something that we talked about it last week with the old uh, Alzheimer's research, uh, new Alzheimer's drugs are coming.
1: Whoop, whoop. I did see this. Whoop. whoop. And I thought yeah. of uh, the news we talked about. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I wondered if they did any of the, the, the new drug was based on the research that was debunked. But apparently doing some tests it actually works. So it doesn't matter if that research didn't work. The drugs possibly can work. So the drugs clear the sticky plaque from the brain, but they're not. It's not. It doesn't work with everybody. This is what experts have has, have cautioned here. Uh, the drug called donanemab slowed cognitive decline by about thirty five percent over the course of a year and a half, according to data presented uh, two days two days ago on July the seventeenth at the Alzheimer's Association Inter- International Conference in Amsterdam.
1: Well, that's pretty good. it's quite quite a big increase. Um, So so it seems like these plaques, even though they they may not be the the cause, they may be, they're definitely related, right? Yes. um, Yeah. I wonder why it's so individual.
0: Yeah, I guess because the brain is so unique. Yeah, I guess so. Hypothesis on it. Yeah. So the drugs work by, they target amyloids, the Mm. sticky protein that piles up in the brain of people with Alzheimer's. Um, and it just kind of like chunks them down. I don't think it chunks them down and gets rid of them, but I think it slows the build-up of said plaque because this drug isn't a cure; it is a slowdown. Just like with um AIDS, right. yeah. There's no current cure, but what they're they're hoping to essentially do is slow it down to the point where you die of natural causes before it takes such a massive impact on your. Livability as such.
1: Oh I see. So it's not a fuel full cure but they slow it down enough that it shouldn't have an impact.
0: Yeah okay essentially um, there's actually another few drugs that have been uh, given approval such as the the US Food and Drug Administration gave full approval for another drug called the canamab, which got the brand name Lequimibi, which is a stupid name um that can also <laughs> slow the disease's progression there's a few uh which is very similar to another drug called Aduhelm, which is actually properly known as aducamumab which is also received accelerated approval um which does like very much the same thing uh and it's it's quite quite positive uh a jeffrey cummins of the university of nevada he he said essentially that it truly represents a sea of change within the Alzheimer's community. Um, and it's, <laughs> he does, it's one of the, it's the okay rare times where it's okay to use the word breakthrough um, to help and slow down the the crippling effect of Alzheimer's.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, on, a, on the note of
1: awful drug names. So, uh, yes, Georgie listens to the show every week, always asks for a shout out, uh, which I do not give. <laughs> Uh, but here we are. Uh, she used to work in the in the medical world at the business end, where they would name, come up with the names.
0: Oh, um, yeah, the, the PR end of the drugs.
1: Yeah, and like you know, selling and all that kind of stuff. The, the New York Life. I w- I will ask uh, how they came up with the names because I'm pretty sure it wasn't as like, it's just not good. <laughs> it's just pull name out of the hat, and see what happens. Stick letters together. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll do some research and come back next week with a, a full inside story on, on how name, things are named and whether it's sensible or not. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get the inside scoop for you.
0: We got contacts. <laughs> we got we got contacts in the X industry. Yeah, yeah. we got contacts. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, they did the, this clinical trial. I know we, we said before about not trusting clinical trials, but this clinical trial was based on 588 people who received it over a... Four month longer period or over four month long period.
1: Okay, so that's a that's a good um it's a good length of time actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no. They like they've got they've gone to show that it was works. Uh, on average, it it works for a lot of people, but not everybody. That's the thing. They came back at this and said like, um, that's like it didn't work for some people, which is what it is yeah drugs. it's not an exact science nothing's a miracle cure at the end of the day
1: no and, and a lot of the times how like and we we've talked about this before in especially the brain is f- finding people where something doesn't work often leads to faster development because you can yes. refine the process yeah. or like okay this part of the brain is missing in this person and they seem to be lacking this component um so maybe that controls for that part and then you can start going down like the rabbit hole there on cures and preventions and things but i guess hopefully they can understand why it doesn't work for some people and then that that'll be really good awesome source then oh thanks for uh, the closure on that story that tickles my brain hole um cool so intelligence this week yeah intelligence um we we had this idea to do this a few weeks ago i think you you suggested it and i I put it off i think it's quite a scary topic because i have no idea what it is (laughs) um but we'll try our best here today i suppose (laughs) we'll try our best we'll try our best uh, but i I think it's one of those things it's very hard like it's it's something that's ambiguous not ambiguous enough that most people know what you're on about but ambiguous enough that everyone probably has their own slight interpretation of what intelligence is
0: yeah and you've got to compare that to wisdom and if we're going to make some sort of check yeah whilst playing a role-playing game mm. well we have to know what the difference is so we're using the right checks
1: yeah like am i just perceiving or am i inspecting? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <I heard laughs> arrogantly calling out, what <laughs> it?" Love you, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um uh it, I know it is. I think it's the case. Like what? It, and it's like saying, how, "How do we define?" Do you know what we define? I, actually, I have facts. And uh, I know mean, it's something we always forget yes. to do. I brought some facts with me. Good. I, see, I
1: forgot. Some may call me <laughs> less intelligent than you for that. Yeah, they'd be correct. <laughs> or are you less wise it. that's the thing we'll get oh. into what is wisdom and what is
0: intelligence sage And also difference between being sage like oh. using both in tandem with each other I don't know it's I just don't feeling know. a bit herby yeah
1: <laughs> you're minty um,
0: <laughs> so get, get us with your facts <laughs> my first fact is pros uh, have an intelligence that can rival that of a seven year old So for those individuals with children out there, until they're seven, just remember, if you got a crow as a pet, it would be smarter than your child.
1: (laughs) Uh, Honestly, fair fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, There's there's a couple of crows outside of work that I want to try and (laughs) befriend.
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. a recent study was published in the plos one report that crows completed the aesop's fable uh paradigm task which required crows to drop stones into water to raise the water level so the hungry bird could obtain an out-of-reach reward which a five-year-old couldn't do so you know
1: makes sense yeah how old was the crow
0: Hmm. that's that doesn't matter does it let's be honest what do you mean it doesn't matter? Of course it matters. doesn't matter. Nah, nah it doesn't. God, they would have written that doesn't in matter. plus. Because you've you got to think of it like in like Dungeons & Dragons. I know what we going <laughs> to do. Dungeons & Dragons terms. But you've got like an, an elf who's lived like 50 years, who's still a teenager, compared to a human that's lived 50 years and is like more than, you know, halfway through his life. So you can't yeah. really compare ages like that. It doesn't work. Oh, no. I,
1: I wasn't trying to compare. Sorry, my interest in the question there was... I wonder how quickly crows develop this level of intelligence.
2: Mm. Um,
1: and then is that does that mean they reach the ceiling quicker because they reach that level of reasoning quicker?
0: By by what you mean by ceiling. Are you can um, say there's an intelligence cap. Not
1: necessarily, but Oof, interesting. We often find species which have strong parental care and social dynamics, such as humans, dolphins, elephants, these kinds of things. Um, which can solve these more are complex ravens in that. Uh, Do they have
0: strong parental care. Uh, n- Crows, no. not ravens. Oh, yeah.
1: No, but that's what this is what which I'm I saying. They have less parental care and they develop it quicker, right, within probably mm. the first couple of years. But that means they have less chance to develop that over a longer period of time. So, are they on a scale less intelligent than humans, and is that a factor of? Uh, multiple other things we'll come on to later, but is one of them the amount of parental care that they uh, receive? Because babies, up until they're, I don't know, eighth, I don't. <laughs> 14. <laughs> I, I'm trying to decide on the ethical age that a child could survive. Um, so I'm just going to go All with 18, itself. the legal one, right? We've got, let's say, what? a predetermined parental care age of 18 in which they can, a child should be able to. Divert resources into growing the brain uh, in a safe environment. A crow has what? A couple months? Yeah. <laughs> so, if, if anything, you know? it makes them smarter. That's what, this, is, this, is, this is my, my, my question. Uh, but I've railroaded yeah. us already. So, let's carry on with facts and then argue about what intelligence is before we ask why. Yeah.
0: yeah okay. Okay. <clears throat> this is this, my second point was like dolphins being the second whoop smartest whoop
1: animal, whoop. enough. Um,. Honestly, I got some stories. You think they're stupid?
0: (laughs) Well, they can use tools. Yeah. They have a complex language. No. They do? No, they don't. Oh, would you not say the whistle sounds are a complex language? No. Really? No, not a language. It, It says. I think. Uh, Ooh, in our... Are you getting into like trying to get into a definition of what language is? I know this is this is heavily <laughs> on what you're not allowed to talk about. Uh,
1: I... <laughs> I'd say in my sphere of work, which deals with vocal learning and dolphins mm-hmm. specifically, yep. uh, we yep. are very very hesitant to call it a language. We are not. We, we know that they understand syntax, which is the most basic component of our language. We're not sure if they use syntax. Does that make sense?
0: Okay. Well, okay. So I'm going for a really like layman's term of it's a system of communication used by a community.
1: Sure. Sure. We we know, especially in the case of like sperm whales, for example, uh, they have what are called coders. So some of them will click like uh, consistently three clicks a second. Some of them will do like a double click and then a pause and then a single click. Within families and specific regions of the world, these transfer to like vertically from mother to child and and, and so on. So we we understand that this is learnt signals.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, We're not sure of any meaning. There is reference in individuality. So, yeah, maybe Uh, just language is a difficult term to ascribe, I'd say.
2: Okay,
1: but this is for a whole other episode.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, once we finish, we're not to, to talk about it. We'll do. We'll do. We'll, <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do an episode on we're it. We're getting closer. I say we'll do an episode on it. We'll do you have mon- you monologuing for, for <laughs> fifty minutes, and I'll chime in every now and then. <laughs> oh okay, yeah, my my next my next fact: rats have memories like computers. Oh. Uh, not to say they can do it quick or do lots of maths at a very fast rate. But like computers, rats have a short-term memory and random access memory that stores information used in an ongoing process. And then it wipes.
1: That's in, that's how my brain feels sometimes.
0: <laughs> that's what to say. <laughs> there are times that I think a lot of uni students would also say that's how their their memory works. Yeah. So they they load up their like their RAM until like they have an exam and then just like get rid of everything they've ever known.
1: Yeah, I do feel like if you are giving me four pieces of information, I'll forget the first one by the time you give me the fourth one.
0: Should we should we make this? A th- should we try this?
1: Well, I'm going to concentrate harder now, and I have biased myself.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to give you a set of numbers. Oh shit! Okay, you're not allowed to write them down. You're not allowed to write them down. I'm not writing. I'm not okay. typing. Yeah, we got. I'm going to I'm going to ask you these at the end. By well, the way, you got to remember them
1: at the end of the episode. That's End f- of the episode, yeah. Forty-five minutes.
0: 40 minutes time. Forty minutes time. I'm going to ask for these. And you're going to tell me them, right? Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ten. Forty-three. One hundred and seven. Five hundred and nine. Do you want to send them back to me, just so I can? We've got a truth. <laughs> Ten. Yeah. Forty-three. Yeah. One hundred and seven. Yeah. Five hundred and nine yeah correct okay right continuing my last fact is uh education clearly works uh it's yeah, it yeah. been estimated that every year of education adds from two to three points to a student's iq it makes sense it, it do you know makes sense learning makes sense that your intelligence should increase
1: and sometimes i do feel very fortunate that being nearly 30 and avoided getting a job and just going down the academic <laughs> route until I can't <laughs> do that anymore. My my job essentially as a PhD student is just to sit and learn.
0: Yeah. Um, but you do that in your work, work life anyway. Yeah, that's uh, true. Right? Hopefully.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's... Uh, but it definitely makes sense that like if you actually have a dedicated space to sit down and learn stuff and then apply that, right? If you have the space mm. to apply that as well.
0: Uh, plus like early learning as well is more they teach you how to learn not really like specific things like there's always the argument of like uh, why do we have to learn this it's like well we're not really teaching that 100 it's we're teaching you how to learn that in a specific way yeah like repetition done with maths and that kind of aspect of things is actually teaching you like how to learn things if you're going through like logically with logic-based things of like mathematics programming and stuff it's better to learn a theory and then do that theory multiple times to really learn it learn how it works
1: this is why you always meet john who has like 89 potatoes in his basket
0: (laughs) yeah why is john why has john got 80 potatoes we'll find out uh he's making chips yeah he's a chippy there we go sort of (laughs) yeah have you seen the, this is, this is, this is, I think just for people in the UK, but I think there's a and there's an Australian version as well. I'm not sure if there's an American version, but it's like uh, the intelligence test of like you versus hundred people. They've got the audience there. Oh yeah. 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 Um, is it Mac? Well, what's his name? Is the current uh, presenter? Oh, I have not seen it. I thought,
1: I, I think I saw it when it first came out. Is it one versus 100?
0: It's not called one versus 100 anymore, I don't think. I think it's like one, the 1%
1: okay the one percent that's taking me to oh game show the one percent club
0: yeah <clears throat> on itv Lee mac yeah Lee mac. that's a, yeah and you essentially oh, everybody in the studio is against each other and you there's just a bunch of like questions that so it slowly ramp up um okay
1: it's on amazon prime as well and itvx
0: ITVX, you got it that that there were some questions of that that I felt really dumb, but there was, there was, there was a few that I got, and I was like, yes! <laughs> <sighs> uh,
1: we, yeah. we had a, a pub quiz the other day. Well, I say a pub quiz, an impromptu one in the kitchen that someone else was preparing for. Um, some questions I felt incredibly stupid. Some of them, very, <laughs> very, very proud of my answers. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a risky game. General, general intelligence.
0: Well, I'm, I just, I, 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 hate pub quizzes because they're just like general knowledge. In the, and it's always the absolute the, the joke of like in the nineteen sixty seven World Cup, who scored the winning goal? I'm like, just fuck off with that. Just get, just get stuffed. <laughs> no one cares. No one needs to know about that. No, no one cares. All right. No one cares about that.
1: Yeah. No one cares, and that's not general knowledge. That is very specific football fan knowledge.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's in that, like, general knowledge oh, yeah. area. yeah. No, exactly. It,
1: yeah. All right. There was
0: one that I felt bad for people that didn't get, and it was in this game show, which is take a good look at this picture and which candle will burn out fast, uh, which candle will burn down first, A, B, C, or D. And it's, like, uh, a candelabra, like, a really fat one, and a really thin one, and then one in the glass container. And I think, like, a few people got knocked out on it and it felt really bad because it was just a trick. Only one of the candles in the image was lit.
1: Uh,
0: and that was the trick to get people out. And I was like, oh, boo. Absolute boo. I'll yeah. do it sometimes.
1: Yeah. Um, I explained to you the other day one of the questions in our university exam papers, multiple choice, <laughs> was how many legs does a spider have? Yeah. Um, thank you, Swansea, Fo- Swansea Foundation. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Then foundation degrees, they'll do it. they well, you know, they yeah, they're they're a hoot. They're, they're a, a hoot. hoot. Um, didn't have to do that, so I didn't have to. Didn't have to go in. There was there was some already ones like which were if you knew anything about like IT and cybersecurity, you would would know. Like we got like what does USB stand for and that kind of stuff. What is CIA oh, okay. stand for? Which is that's more specific to cybersecurity knowledge. Like I wouldn't expect anybody else to know that. Like it's not the Central Intelligence Agency because that's yeah. The, that's what <laughs> I feel sure there's some for. people that wrote that, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Intelligence. Double clap. What is intelligence? Uh, luckily, there's no agreed definition or model of intelligence. Sorted. Yeah. Um, I've got a um, bit of a background a of
1: how we got to some definitions. Um, of intelligence and what what it could mean. So uh, intelligence itself, the word derives from the Latin nouns intelligentia or intellectus. Um, And this comes from the verb uh, to comprehend or perceive. Now, in the Middle Ages, this took on a completely different thing. But from what we understand is intelligence originally was meant to be a way that we might understand the world from the outside. Um, and in the mid-90s, we were actually offered quite a few definitions of what intelligence might be from a scientific perspective. Uh, after an uh, an article called The Bell Curve was published in the Wall Street Journal, um, this was a very controversial article which suggested that intelligence was linked to race and that policymakers oh, in the yeah. US should enact policies uh, according to that sentiment. So um, why the Wall Street Journal published that no idea but they did. So the year after in 94 they published another article um, in which I think many scientists uh, in the field at the time prominent scientists signed um, like a letter of agreement with and they said that ge- intelligence is a very general mental capability that among other things involves the ability to reason, plan, solve problems, think abstractly, comprehend complex ideas, learn quickly, and learn from experience. It is not merely book learning, a narrow academic skill, or test-taking smarts. Rather, it reflects a broader and deeper capability for comprehending our surroundings, catching on, making sense of things, or figuring out what to do. So basically, everything that makes us human <laughs> uh, seems yeah. to be intelligence. Anything that our brain can do. I think that's how I would look at it. It's It seems to be a brain power thing but if you assume all humans have a <laughs> averagely similar brain power then mm, it's how yeah. we is that true
0: like, is that a statement are you making a statement
1: well it's make, I'm making an assumption
0: okay yeah I'm not of sure course they, there's got to be some
1: this. variation right but considering we're coming from the same biological body plan it can't be too different no,
0: like, no, we, no I we've,
1: we've all got hands that work in a very similar way, right? So, so why would the brain be any different structurally? It's all we um, know. All human brains um, have the same structures in the same area of the brain. And that,
0: I think that that's that's. I think that's that that is a very large extrapolation because one is we can't control. That is just our genetics cause our hands to be like this the way it is. Whereas with our brain, there's so much more going on, like. Ghost in the machine esque. Yes. Like we don't really know what's going on there, so we don't know what influences it. And the things that can influence it are so varied from person to person that I think that that variance can mean there is such a large difference in intellect. What will well, I say? Intellect. I'm, when I say intellect, I'm thinking more like analytical skills.
1: Yeah. And that's how some people view intellect, right? And, and I'm yeah. not saying I know, I, I'm a true proponent of the individualistic experience and, you know, everyone trying to understand who they are, right, because it will be so different to everyone else. But I think on the grand scheme of things, the structure, where things are in the brain, that kind of stuff, uh, everyone is under the same constraints. Now, are the neurons in the exact same position or connected in the same way for everyone within those structures? Probably, absolutely not. Otherwise, See, I don't know if even it saying we're under the
0: same constraints because this is this is something that I find very interesting is this idea of um, an intelligence cap.
1: Yeah, when I say uh,
0: that, is there? It's is there a limit to how intelligent one can be based on the no matter X? I, I'd Beans say yes. Be, be like genetic, your body your inheritance inheritance of who are you're like your parents yeah or then if you've like you know you used to play rugby like if you, you your brain yeah you know, I found I found it actually absolutely like ridiculous mike tyson is one of his last bat, uh, I say battles battle uh his last fights which was so like ongoing and heart-hitting on his head they did a like a, like a speech analysis on him and it was like he spoke 13 less words per minute after the fight bloody hell! and not because he was exhausted and panting but like he, he was just like couldn't speak at the same rate because he was like it, it, his brain took such a knocking so i think yeah. that there's there's like that so i'm not sure if like that we all have the same if we're all coming from the same starting block is and right when it comes all, to the all
1: i mean by that is i we well we know that structurally our brains are the, have the same general plan we always find the brockers area in the same part we always find the <laughs> yeah, medulla in the same part like well, that's, th- that's that most all i houses mean houses
0: have the same outer part but like it's so intricately different on the actual inside yes and i'm not refuting that all i mean is that the general plan
1: is similar and are the connections different inside absolutely and that's what gives us our different personalities and possibly makes us better at some things than others that's why i can't draw to save my life even though i've attempted to start learning about nine times right also i've attempted to start learning drawing and many other things about nine times each (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) not many other people do that um so you know yeah i i just think the motor cortex always in the same place you know it will generally connect to the same things in our body i.e it will go directly down into the brainstem so it can control the the facial muscles and send signals to the rest of our body. Are they all connected in exactly the same way? No, because otherwise we would all be exactly the same, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, our experience and our external environment has a big impact on our internal uh, physiological structure, which in turn has a big impact on, as you called it, our ghost in the shell type, our mind, let's say, us. Uh, mm-hmm. however one may refer to that that side of ourselves. The the part of us beyond the, the flesh, as it were.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. so that's it's an interesting one. It is interesting one. Um uh, Alfred two Binet. Quotes in oh. oh yeah, go mm-hmm. for it, go for it. Yeah. Einstein and Socrates, the two quotes. Mm. Uh, Einstein said the true sign of intelligence is not the knowledge, but the imagination. Which, yeah. if that's the case, I'm a genius. <laughs> you are a genius. Uh, I, I know, think um,
1: a lot of people, I think when you speak to people who are like big advocates of education and, and scientists and researchers, they, they often look back, and especially this day and age, and, and see how the education system seems to quash curiosity. Why is one of the best questions you can ask. If you've got a good imagination, you can imagine how things are working. If you pair imagination with a good understanding, that's where breakthroughs come from, Mm. I think. So I I would agree with that.
0: Uh, So then Socrates said, uh, I know that I'm intelligent because I know that I know nothing.
1: Yeah, fair play. Drop that bombshell and
0: leave. Yeah, it, well, he, he did a lot of that. And mm. Then he starved himself to death. I can't remember how he died in the end. Uh, poison? I can't remember what it was. Did he get killed? I think Socrates left? was killed. Yeah, probably was just like, you know, I think therefore I am. And then he got stabbed because there were enough of him just coming in saying one-liners and leaving and acting like, <laughs> like he owned the place. Um, oh, he yeah. was imprisoned well, like, for
1: impiety and corrupting the youth of Athens.
0: Oh, yeah. And thus sentenced to death. Sentenced to death. Uh, which is, It's one of those, like, the stages of knowing something, isn't it? Yes. I, do you go along with this? I always have to, like, remind myself and Ryan other people about, like, A, the, the stages, and B, sphere of influence, and to not worry about things. First, the first one being, was it you don't know what you don't know? You know what you don't know. I can never remember it off the top of my head.
1: No, I don't think I've heard of this.
0: You know, it's, it's like the stages of learning is, um, and there's, there's four. Oh, it's the stages of competence. Uh, and it's essentially uh, unconscious incompetence, conscious incompetence, then conscious competence, then unconscious competence. So you're unaware that you don't know something then you're aware that you don't know something which is a good state to be at because it means that you know that you've got some learning to do in these yeah. areas uh then the, the next one is you know what you know so you know the right things and you know them then the next one is it's just an unconscious knowing so you can you can just do it you don't have to think about doing it you can just do it okay So it's like, say with walking, so you're learning to walk. Yeah. Uh, If you sat in a chair and you don't know that walking actually exists, you're at that first stage of like unconscious uh, incompetence. You just don't know. And then once someone tells you that walking exists, you're like, oh, okay, well, I know that I can't walk. And then once you're conscious and you're competent, that means you're walking, but being like, okay, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. And then when you're at that unconscious competence level, like when we walk around now, we don't think left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. I do when I'm jogging. But <laughs> like when people just walk around normally, you're not thinking about it. Yeah. Which is weirdly, when I was back in the days, when I was in primary school being taught the piano, it, he, my piano teacher used this and he was like, you don't think about like walking. That's what you need to be with playing the piano and the pieces that you play. You like, you don't think, I'll oh, play this note, play that note. Yeah, I'm playing with the, the guitar as well. You don't think I'm going to play a G, I'm going to play like this string. Your your hands just go, and that's yeah. Well,
1: that, like right, learning about. a language, right? Oh, I know this. verb comes after this, or mm. the, this structure should go this place in the sentence, um, and then you just stop thinking about that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: it makes sense. Uh, one yeah. of the things I looked at was, and especially online, it was a lot. Intelligence, as we think it, it's a lot, to like human intelligence, but even within that, we've got different concepts of how intelligence might uh, present itself. So uh, another kind of description could be, intelligence in itself is just the cognitive process. It gives us the ability to learn from concepts, understand, reason, um, recognize patterns, innovate, plan, solve problems, all all of these things that we just employ all the time. We we would call the the human, I don't wanna say experience, I don't think intelligence is linked to that as well, but what we can achieve and, and do. But under under that, you've got emotional intelligence, which is the ability to convey emotion to others in an understandable way, as well as read the emotions of others accurately. What's that? What's uh, I know. That? I know. What is that about? <laughs> who has that? Um, Who's that? Who's some theories imply that? that a heightened emotional intelligence could also lead to faster generating and processing of emotions in addition to the accuracy of them. Oh, who needs that? Um, social <laughs> intelligence. Social intelligence is the ability to understand (laughs) the social cues and motivations of others and oneself in social situations. It is thought to be distinct to other types of intelligence but has relations to emotional intelligence. Um, It's coincided with other studies on on the focus of how we make judgments of others, the accuracy with which we do so, and why people would be viewed as having a positive or negative social character. And then the last one that was uh, listed is a book, Or street smart. So there are two other uh, sides of the coin there. Um, Street smart or book smart. So some people have gained knowledge through the academic study. But may lack experience to sensibly apply that knowledge. While others have knowledge gained through practical experience. But may lack accurate information. Usually gained through study. Which to effectively apply that knowledge. And I was thinking. Okay if these are like the four domains. Of intelligence that people kind of look at people mm. on the or or uh, identify with having the autism spectrum disorder. We're, we're knocked out of two of those things, emotional intelligence, social intelligence. <laughs> um, they, yeah. they definitely thought we we're having poor social skills, right? And, and emotional, or at least they, they, they use them in a slightly different way, but oftentimes autistic or people on the autistic spectrum are very, very intelligent. Um, how we would think of it in maybe academic senses or other things as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: that's, that's why I, I, I said like earlier on, for me, it's analytic skill. I, yeah. that, okay, you can be empath- very intelligently empathetic, maybe, and be able to do that kind of stuff. It, it, it just can, can like, makes a very difficult, Separation between like being smart, being intelligent, being knowledgeable. They don't all mean the same thing. No. And, uh, and also different I people to about, will
1: value those differently as well, right? Yeah. When they make the uh, yeah, intelligence assessment.
0: There's also, I think you said earlier, the experience you don't think comes into it. Which I thought was a, a, an interesting statement to make.
1: No, sorry. What I meant was the human experience as in um, what people may refer to as i don't know the uh, existence as a, a entity the the soul like experience the oh okay um the human experience as we experience life rather than in intelligence as a metric uh,
0: okay uh, uh, yeah
1: experience definitely impacts it that's why learning works
0: right um yeah <laughs> I mean like going places and seeing things like general life experience, so I think definitely adds to it, especially if you're a younger stage. Yeah, I'd also
1: I'm also a big proponent of travel may yeah, as increase as well as intelligence. I
0: mean.
1: For oh, that definitely, exact definitely reason. Good. Um and it doesn't it's not it's, as you were saying, it's not one of those things that directly improves your intelligence, but I think passively would, you know, gotta increase those passive
0: stats. And uh <laughs> yeah, <the> passive perception is <laughs> always a good one. Um <laughs> 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 uh, I think it's, yeah, maybe fifty-fifty. Yeah, thinking thinking about intelligence, like because uh, I'm I'm still thinking about um where it comes from. I think it's half genetic, half, it lived, like most things, like nature-nurture kind of stuff.
1: I really don't know. Like uh, one of the, I think one of the the better quotes. and I think this is from Einstein. No, it's not. I think it's from. Um, It's either Bill Nye or some TV scientific presenter. I think an American one. So I'll stick with Bill Nye. If someone knows this not to be true, correct me. But Mm. just think about the amount of Einsteins that we just never knew existed because they were born in poverty or something, right? So... Experience, in that sense, is such an important factor in just allowing people to express themselves. Right. I I just just don't know. Are some people precluded? Because then that would point to genetics, right? It wouldn't matter the background that they're just so inherently smart. Let's say Einstein was born in the UK instead of uh, Germany. Would he have had the same opportunities? Possibly possibly better ones who knows right Um, he came from a very wealthy family yeah he he did but but i guess that's the
0: plus einstein wasn't okay this is what i want to say he wasn't very smart uh if you have you not watched the it's not a documentary but it's the series the einstein series that follows his life no he wasn't allowed into university at first because he failed Three subjects, and at that point, you had to pass all of them. Yeah, then had to go and do a bunch of other stuff to get his grades up in those those areas and because he found them like I think it was like human social studies or whatever it was. It was like yeah, that I don't see a relevance of me doing this because I want to do this. And they're like, no, you have got to do all this, and it was a struggle for him to get those grades up. They had to yeah. go and like, well, I'm so you know, it, it's was he intelligent? Yes. I think so. But I, I think that's but, is like, you, that the difference between intelligence in and smart. Specific. Do we think smart
1: being academic? Right. Mm. Um because you can be academically smart in one subject, but not academically smart in another. Or if you're academically smart, are you just good at taking tests? Because some people are just good at taking tests, whether Ooh, they know yeah, the thing or not. That's right. Smart. Yeah. Um I wouldn't say I'm that academically smart. I just scraped through school when I decided I couldn't be bothered anymore
0: um and I, now I i'm doing I, something i'm super I think, interested in I'd, i would disagree with that because i think if you're very intelligent and you say academically smart just because you're you specialized in one thing doesn't mean that you couldn't go into another for sure because you've, you've you've learned the techniques you know the system you know how it all works yeah you would know what you would have to do to start off and work your way through like you've already done it's like if it, going through university you would you essentially follow that same thing could you do it this is why when I, I i think it's when i think about intelligence gap i think about myself and be like if i decided to learn maths how far could i go could i go to like going into like uh infinities and like weighing out to work on that if i kept just learning now i don't think so
1: i think but i'm then, mentally
0: capped at, at maths so okay but is that... like
1: is that a product of your capability? Is that a product of practice? Is that a product of you not having the right teacher for you?
0: I can say that about you and the, the 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 art. Yeah, no, because you no, also enjoy Arizona scene. Yeah, yeah. It, but I and I, I I think there is a there is a and I think it it's, it's difficult to compare to like physical things like sport. Would you, if you have a sport that you're good at or you're Olympic level, you can't be like, I'm going to train to be a swimmer and also be an Olympic level weightlifter. Yeah. You can't do both. No. And that's why I think, I mean, when I, when I say a cap, it's like, you have to have a specialization and you couldn't like, can't do both. There's not two things you can be good at or you can, but those people are like the, the special geniuses as it, as it were.
1: Yeah. It makes sense. And I guess in in a way, if you think about it, the the education, the higher education system, it, it pushes people into speciality, right? Very few people are very broad. So, uh, for example, I'm doing a PhD on you know dolphin communication, quite specific, um, right? And other people are doing very specific things. Now, as a society, is that better? Because you have lots I mean, of people that's, that's, who can do. That's a stupid question, though, isn't it? It is, but I'm wondering: Are we do we still value that as intelligence, or would it be better to have tons of people doing general stuff rather than tons of people doing specific stuff? Now, I would argue tons of people doing specific stuff is better if you've got other people in the right place to manage that intelligence, that general intelligence, right? The pooled resources.
0: Um, yeah, what, what I'm saying is, is the ability to flip is what is the intelligence marker? There. Yeah. Like you know, you say you're doing something very specific but you're at like the higher end of a doctorate whereas yeah. most people are just, you know, a uh, bachelor's level who have gone to university. I mean, I'm not saying that people it's that go to university and don't have a degree aren't smart. Yeah, no, what I'm they, saying but I'm just are. saying this is like the only way that we can do a metric system yeah. of it. But I think those people because that's when when you go to like a job recruiter and a lot of feedback that I got when we got I got into a job is like they don't care about the specific knowledge that you got mostly from the degree. It's more that it shows that you can do X, Y, Z, you can learn, you can, you know, do things to a deadline, you can yeah. work hard, that kind of aspect of it. And that's what they account for more intelligence-wise than the actual like specific knowledge.
1: Oh, 100%. And I, I know, like, some uh, recruiters, you know, in they do, like, a, a pretest or oh, they have to do, do something. I and it was have less... Done... And the test was less oh. about, can they actually do it? Or if they don't know how to do it, how do they teach themselves? And, like, one person was like, oh, i just went on YouTube. And then they hired them on the spot because they were like, well, actually, that's just what yeah, we want.
0: Yeah, I've, I've done... So I've done, like, the top top four, like, it's not like PWC or that sort of just Deloitte. And I've done the recruitment process for all of them. And the one for PWC is literally just an IQ. one of them is just an iq test oh is it uh and one of them is the emotional intelligence test which is the his bunch of faces are they happy or sad obviously i fucking failed them um <laughs> 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 uh but I, one of them one of them just had the straight m back test and for those that don't know what the m back test is uh it's like you get a number Developed in the 1950s, like a couple people, people are still using it. And then you'll be asked to like a a new number, and you'll be asked, like, say you were doing like a two back test. The number you have to say if the number that is presented to you is the same number as the number appeared two numbers back, and you say yes yes or no, yes or no, yes or no, yes or no, depending on if it's numbers. But then it goes like three, three back, four back, five back, seven back, if you, and then depending on how like you know good you can get it, you can get like 10 back. Doing that actually has proven to increase your IQ score, by the way. It's one of those weird things. uh But like one of them was just the back test. And I was like, I, I know what you're doing. You're just trying to find out what my IQ is.
1: Yeah. How many like, pieces of information can you juggle at once? Like you've yeah. got to hold a piece of information in your head whilst processing something else and its relevance to that whilst like also we're doing with you right now. Yeah. Whilst also <laughs> holding another piece of information in your head and like. Like, how would you? Because I would visually place the numbers along like a conveyor belt, right?
0: Yeah, that's that's what I do.
1: Um, but I'm sure other people would just be like, "Oh, that just know that that's oh, that's that's three back now, so that's correct." Yeah. Whereas I would have to visually like m- create a chain of numbers in my head. Um, yeah, on
0: on a three back, you just have it fall off the end of the conveyor belt because you don't need it anymore. Yeah, you gotta scrub that number for your head. You don't need it. No, don't need yeah. that oh dear me iq test mate what is the, what's an iq i know you said like iq test i iq score what what is what is that yeah so uh an iq test is an intelligence
1: quotient quotient i never know how to pronounce that word um because yeah. i think it's different anyway let's say quotient quotient test uh it's a standardized assessment designed to measure a person's cognitive abilities so this is and uh, intellectual potential so the intellectual potential here relates to Specifically, cognition and and, and processing of information. So that's how they would define intelligence here. Uh, The IQ stands for intelligence quotient, which is a numerical score derived from the results of the test. Uh, Typically, it evaluates cognitive domains, including verbal reasoning, mathematical ability, logical thinking, spatial perception and problem solving skills. They aim to assess a person's capacity to understand, analyze and solve complex problems as well as their ability to learn and adapt to new information. Now, normally these are done in quite, like, a structured manner. I don't think yes. I've ever done one. No, we did one. Yeah, but no. not a proper one.
0: Oh, because, no, no, Because, like, no, no, we, no, no. you could
1: do the, the online ones, but I've never done one in a kind of controlled environment where they don't ask you... Because those are, like, multiple-choice things, right? But actual IQ tests, you have that written part, but then you also yes. do spatial things and, like, actual... You know, they take... A good hour or more, Mm -hmm. because you're you're actually in like a semi-controlled environment. Uh, The scores attained from these tests are then compared to a representative sample of the population, allowing individuals to be placed on a standardized scale. The most common scale of that is the Wechsler Adult Intelligence Scale for adults, and the Wechs. Sorry, I have no idea how to pronounce this guy's name. Uh, Wechsler, (laughs) W-E-C-H-S-L-E-R. Wechsler intelligent scale for children um and obviously yeah uh, that's kind of it really i think yeah david wechsler is i think he's an american romanian physicist uh sorry not physicist of course psychologist david wechsler wexler wexler american oh a jewish romanian american -American psychologist Mm. Oh well, I'll, I wasn't too far off. I don't think.
0: Yeah, no, he did a good job. Uh, eighteen ninety
1: six. He was born. Um, mm. so yeah, very famous in uh, developing, developing this kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'd yeah, like, yeah, like this, to do this, one. This, it would be interesting. I think I'd be genuinely disappointed. With that <laughs> <outcome. Yeah. laughs> um, I think, but I, I, I wonder, think wonder if they okay. would. Let um, we do okay. Yeah, but as soon as it comes like emotional, social stuff.
0: Emotional, I social think, isn't on it.
1: Oh, no, that's true. But ma- maybe they should... Uh, um,
0: yeah, he said logical, problem-solving, mathematical. Verbal comprehension may struggle. Spatial awareness and memory, so...
1: Oh, well, I played it's so it's much Call of Duty in my growing up life. Spatial awareness is sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is true. Yeah. There's so there's bounds, if you didn't know. I thought, yeah, go and for it. it this is the, the bell curve, which is like below 70 is extremely low. Then it's 70 to 79, borderline. I don't know what borderline that that <laughs> means and i'm like your yeah, borderline uh yeah borderline, borderline low below. borderline yeah. above 80 to 89 is low average uh, 90 to 109 is average 110 to 119 is high average um 100 and, i think the i think who who was the people that, that got the Nobel Pete the Nobel prize they only had around like 125 so like the the IQ threshold for a genius is around 125. Okay. Uh, And William Shockley and Louis Volta Alvarez, who won Nobel Peace Prizes for physics, um, they had like, they had average IQ scores. So take that, like take everything with a pinch of salt when we talk about intelligence and like genius because people would say that people that won a Nobel Peace, uh, Nobel Peace, probably not Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize for physics being geniuses, whereas it's not specifically the case. Um, not
1: specifically and it, again it, it, helps, it depends but, how you think of uh, intelligence like they are down the rabbit hole on something very specific okay physics is and i guess peace prize or not peace prizes nobel prizes sorry are given yeah. out for major advancements right so i mean the the big quote is standing on the shoulders of giants are they what did the people who came before them just put them in the right position to make the discovery
0: yeah, that's what Einstein said, know, wasn't it? Um, he said that oh, him oh, discovering th- equals MC squared was was bound to happen. He was just in the right place at the right time because it was yeah. based on so many, you know, tales of giants. Like at the
1: same time, there's obviously like a you've got to be smart enough to, to realize it as well.
0: Yeah, um, and also be in that position.
1: Yeah, and and be the person in that position ex- exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, maybe maybe we'll do an IQ test before next episode. <laughs> Um, I can see a few 10 minute ones here. So that would be interesting.
0: <laughs> a quick 10 minute IQ test online. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's a struggle. It's drugs.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at like a test question and
0: I just can't figure it out. So I'm just going to close
1: that down. Yeah. There's a, there's a
0: few <laughs> criticisms of the IQ test, though. One of them being a lot. Cultural yeah. um, issues with it, which yeah. I understand. But I
1: mean, it comes back to the the news you presented two weeks ago which is incredibly interesting conversation about um males females um and people who identify as everything else experiencing anxiety and depression differently and that kind of stuff right so these tests which had kept were produced nearly 100 years ago at this point okay they have been modified but have they been modified appropriately for everyone around the world, because mm. they're very standardised, but are they standardised by cis white males in America? Yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: damn no cis white males in America. <laughs> um, yeah, I say that as a cis white male in the UK. Um, <laughs> I, appre- I appreciate the irony. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, should we do the we'll do the men's attack challenge? I think we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go okay. for it. Because I think, because if we do really well in the Mensa Challenge, we can get accepted into Mensa.
1: Oh, sick. Mensa, here I come.
0: Yeah, if you don't know, Mensa is literally a, uh, not a secret society, but essentially, like, it's a high IQ society that you can be a member of if you have a high IQ. (laughs) Which sounds ridiculous. So it was founded in uh, 1946 in England by a barrister named Roland Beryl and Dr. Uh, Lance Warren, a scientist and lawyer. Uh, The aims were, as they are today, to create a society that is non-political and free from all racial and religious distinctions. Mensa means table in Latin, and the organisation was so named because Mensa is a round-table society where ethnicity, colour, creed, national origin, age, politics, educational and social background are all completely irrelevant. Only how smart you are. Um, in fact, the only relevant qualification for membership is scoring within the, t- the upper two percent of the general population on the approved intelligence test.
1: That is selective, though, isn't it? Because what are they? What's the intelligence test they're approving? Who's pulling these strings?
0: Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. <laughs> I, I guess if if you're that, if it's that much your thing to be like, doesn't matter, like background stuff, you'd have to have an exam to to a. Uh, there's yeah. around 145,000 Mensans in roughly 90 countries throughout the world. Yeah, oh, interesting.
1: All right. Yeah. Well, I guess you'll, you'll find out next week whether we are Mensa qualified <laughs> <laughs> or not.
0: Come back now, week, we like. Yeah, so uh, Mensa's got two new members. Winner, winner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've got. They do have an IQ test, uh, which is. uh could be. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know yeah we'll, we'll look at it. we'll look at it. Yeah, um, it's, t- it's timed as well. that's not ideal. that's not ideal. Uh, 25 not minutes. Want.
1: yeah 25 minutes. I've got um what one, one I don't know kind of quick thing to go over, but maybe we could say if we ever come back to this again. it kind of relates to uh, what's known as the the, the gray floor um, and the potential intelligence cap uh, and it's how that easy. relates to the encephalization quotient. Have you come across this? No? So the encephalization quotient is how we try and look at the taxonomic tree to discover animals, more more likely mammals, that might be intelligent. Because we can't go around testing all of them. We don't have the resources uh, to do that. So we try to figure out a way to determine which animals might be intelligent and test them in relation to us and other species. And we normally do this with mammals. And um, basically what we do is we look at the relation of brain size to, to body size. Um, so the larger the brain is relative to the body, the more brain weight might be available for complex cognitive tasks. The use of this encephalization quotient instead of a simple brain-to-body mass ratio um, is that in smaller animals, they tend to have a higher proportional brain mass um, but don't show the same indications of higher cognitions um, as we see when we actually correlate brain mass to Uh, body mass rather than take it as a simple percentage Mm -hmm. so the gray floor theory um, is one of the driving uh, theorizations behind the development of this uh, encephalization quotient and it basically says that uh, animals of a certain size require a minimum number of neurons for basic functioning so this is the gray floor so just to be able to breathe understand where food is consume that food um you know excrete waste products all of the basic basic things uh, interact within their society even if it's just at a purely reflexive level so if you may if you look at ants and the neuronal system embedded with ants very simple you can encode the entirety of their behaviors with i think like five goals um, and how they interact with pheromones and then obviously when that scales up it creates something that uh I don't know, let's say, an emergent intelligence in, in, the, in the nest. Um, so, But there's also a limit into how large an animal's brain can grow given its body size. So due to the limitations oh, of yes. gestation period, energetics, mm-hmm. uh, the need to physically support um, the brain throughout maturation. When normalising a standard brain size for a group of animals, a slope can be determined to show what a species expected brain-to-body mass ratio would be. Species which fall above this standard... Have more grey matter than is necessary for basic functions and we presume that the extra grey matter is used for higher cognitive processes following this logic we might suggest that there is a brain cap okay will individuals have higher levels of grey matter compared to others even within the same species yes there's got to be variation there as we we're saying we're not just printed robots um so, so maybe there is a cap there. That, <clears throat> coming back to what you were uh, saying, maybe whether it's in maths or just in general, there is a physical limit on processing power. Well, have say, we reached that? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think I think maybe I think we're we're bound as humans, and so we're capped. Yeah. Uh, so I think what we're going to do is utilise technologies that we can create why AI think is, is so scary but also so possibly awesome uh, for that reason
1: yeah and it makes we, sense we, because
0: we've always used tools throughout our history as humans so I think that could be the end game as such
1: yeah it makes sense I, th- I guess because if we can use these tools to figure things out and then explain it in a way that makes sense. Once we know, we know, right? And then the great thing about having a language and culture is that we can transfer that without having to learn it again. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Hopefully. 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 Um, and then that kind of also relates to sociality as I was saying at the top of the the show about animals that have a really interesting or complex social system like humans Uh, dolphins have what we call a fish infusion society where they're they're very social but it it changes a lot Uh, elephants quite social even though they're in like a matriarchal society but we do find that animals which are very social uh, also have a very high encephalization quotient but uh, this theory is losing support i think as well but as we kind of redefine uh, what intelligence is uh, because as we're finding corvids are becoming increasingly popular in animal cognition studies um so your crows as you mentioned at the top of the show <laughs> um yeah and i think they are quite social they have a fish infusion society i think um but i would have to look into that into that more um, but it's definitely very different to humans or other animals we might consider to be quite social.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nice.
1: Very interesting.
0: Very interesting stuff. Very interesting.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's the hour. Have you got anything you'd like to... Uh...
0: Yeah, but I'll, I'll have to wait because it's quite a... It's the history of human knowledge I was going to go on to, but... Oh, exactly just next that reason, light topic. Time see, yeah, it's, it's, that's what I mean. So they'll have to <laughs> they'll have to wait.
1: I okay, believe. I've I've also got extra stuff, so we can always come back to this in, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, all right, cool stuff then. Um, I remember the numbers. I think.
0: Oh yeah,
1: what are they? Just for, so so we don't leave uh, the entire <laughs> world wondering whether I remembered or not. Mm-hmm. Um, ten. 43 yep 107 yep 509
0: yeah well played mate well played well done it's the only
1: reason I remembered those is because yeah. I was told to <laughs>
0: periodically I've just been telling them to move myself in my head <laughs> the, whole, the whole show yeah, the yeah, whole I, show I wonder mean, why so... you've been like a bit distracted yeah that was it <laughs> gotta to, got to remember those
1: numbers Yeah, can't, I can't make a fool out of myself <laughs> <laughs> um right that'll bring us to a wrap then don't forget to share this with your friends families co-workers scientists so they can be annoyed by our take on intelligence um yeah. you can even listen let this just play Lift, what what words words english you can even just let this play for your dog whilst you're not at home uh, i heard it soothes them dramatically yeah. so uh yeah if you want more fun information science you can follow us at twitter TikTok, tock info entry pod instagram information entry pod and of course whichever directory or rss feed you're listening to this on right now you can give us a like share rating comment whatever it is we appreciate it absolutely massively um yeah any, any final shout outs on your end that's it for me Alrighty then we'll catch you guys in the next week peace yeah, have